Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. The other no, other host. I don't know what Nost is. What's Nost, Nate? I don't. I was going to really say know. Nate and host at the same time. That, that, that's I'm just actually going a Nost. With it. You are the Nost with the most, Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Say my name. Say my name. That's where we're going. That's with where this we're tonight. going. <laughs> That's where for we're very going. dumb that... reasons later on, but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's not set this thing on fire. This just episode yet, we have... doesn't have Beyonce. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. Uh, wish it did. Well, we got uh, one more introduction. We got to do Nate. We have a special fill-in host because two of our others flaked on us, but we have the always dependable, always reliable. Sludge from Monster Movie Stomp Down. Say hello, Sludge. What's up, everybody? And don't take that as like your third string or anything. Yeah, this was you're just actually I'm third, third string. string. And then like <laughs> he's like, all right, screw you guys. Come April, you're not getting any of my help. That's right. None. <laughs> After nothing. If I had realized ahead of time what I was getting into, I would have been like, no, you go pick fourth string. I'm not doing it. That which is that's Dan, true. who's actually yeah. the fifth string. Yeah. Dan is like fifth string, and yet he is asking to come onto the show. Yeah, a couple of times now. Very so odd. <laughs> it's gonna feel weird doing a horror show with Dan, but you know what? I I think we'll make it entertaining. We'll figure it out. But you know, it, it's okay, Sludge. I've treated you good in the past. You have. You're good now. You're good. Okay. Um. I'll so yeah, is there ever okay? He's allowing it, Nate. We're good. That's good. We're good That's good. Go. I'm we glad can... we got the permission. We can proceed. So, uh, as everyone can see on the title, we are jumping on the bandwagon and reviewing the brand new straight to Netflix. Net Netflix. Can you talk yep, today? That's, how, Is that's that tonight. How that that's tonight, boys. <laughs> I'm so mad that I'm eating my words. Now, the straight to Netflix release of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, why'd I pick this, Nate? <laughs> I fear you're just being lazy. No, I really it thought was, it was like Monday night. We're like, well, we haven't picked a movie yet. <laughs> you picked. You were trying to be like Pete. You you like self torture. That's what it is. It is. And speaking of that, Pete picked the next horror movie he's on, and it's it's a Korean selection. So we'll see how, Ooh, how Charlie survives. I'm excited. That. Could be <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I really picked this one because you know, like Nate says, sometimes we're just like, oh crap, we got to pick a movie. I had seen this one was coming out, and now I'm seeing the literal civil war in the horror community going on. It is one side versus another. Either they have loved this movie, I don't know why, or have absolutely hated it, I totally understand. So I was like, you know what, how often do we get to review a movie that literally just came out like a week or so ago, I mean, from when we release? Um, And uh, it, it is a direct sequel supposedly to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So guess what? We're give me back my horror movies. Let's see how well these guys can live up to that name. And can you give me back that feeling that the first movie gave us spoiler alert? They can't. If this is a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then I say that bat thumb by Steve Odekirk is equally a direct sequel to the original Timber and Batman. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I that was that was some deep 
deep cuts right there, but I love that's it. Why, that's why you bring Sludge we, on. <laughs> we lost Nate, though. Nate's gone. Yeah, because now I'm like, oh, I want to watch Thumb Wars. <laughs> oh, another great one. Uh, Thumb Tannic no. is the only one, the only version of that movie I will watch. <laughs> that's true. That makes sense. <laughs> that's right. Sludge's disdain for Celine Dion and Titanic. Ugh. It's 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 well known throughout the podcast world. Despite, but yeah, it's 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 almost as bad as this movie. So, almost. guys, before I absolutely tear into this movie, anything going on? Anything you want to bring up before we just destroy this movie? Anything you want to bring up, Sludge, that may be coming down the pipe? Yeah, we actually, um, if you listened to the last episode, announced we have some new members coming to the Monster Movie Stop Down. They actually I heard about that. They will be premiering in April. Um, they'll uh, they be they'll be doing mostly like our commercials, ads, and things on uh, the social medias. Um, but they ah. they're going to get their own little eps. We finally decided they're going to do like a fifteen minute episode a month. They're going to get start them on because they're a nice guy. Well, one of them's super nice. The other one's really good at what he does. He's just kind of a prick. Uh, but, um, but they're, they're, I know what they're that's like. Dudes. Yeah. So, um, we have a co-host like that, right? Nate? <laughs> I'm not going to say names, <laughs> but yeah, we're, I we're, did. We're, we're, I don't care. <laughs> we're, we're stoked about it. These guys are going to be really cool. We're thinking we're going to add a lot to the show. And then we've also got a new, um, uh, content feature for the social medias that are coming out on Wednesdays from Ruben. It's going to be, uh, uh, monster mash wednesdays and he's going to be focused on music from monster movies like stuff that's like soup oh you know i like or that he, or i've heard before. oh it's awesome yeah he's i love that he's going to deep dive into it like who wrote it why they wrote it inspirations behind it um other mediums that have used that song you know anything from the godzilla uh theme from akira fukube all the way up to something like you know um RoboCop. Yes, RoboCop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like uh, Cry Little Sister from Lost Boys. Oh, I mean, it's, yes. It's going to go all yeah. across the board. And uh, so we got those two things coming, and we're excited for everybody to hear those. And Well, you, Nate's already not. I can see it in his eyes. He's he's stealing that idea now. Yeah, I'm already. He's like, I like, need a I music segment for these movies. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've actually composed some music, if you've heard some of the uh, earlier episodes. So, you know. I might end up on that segment once in a while, so it it, it may be it may work. I out. told Ruben, I was like, "Man, Ruben, you should just you know let me in on this." And uh, I mean, considering I do all the music for a majority everything, yeah, <laughs> thing. Our our intro is a Sludge original too. I mean, yeah, yeah I think we're, we're, I'm about to we're about to have four intros on the network that are, I've done all of them. And Ruben's like, "No, you suck." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> oh, thanks, Ruben. <laughs> thanks. Ruben. thanks. <laughs> nah, it's, it's there's there's Ruben's first shout out on the yeah. horror show. Ruben, you suck. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's totally Ruben's bag, man. Like Ruben is a major music aficionado, so he's going to knock this. Out he apart. is. I'm so. I, I, I can say he, it's in good hands being with him. Definitely. But, uh, Nate, anything nice we want to talk about before we just destroy this movie? Well, let's see. It's March now. Are we going to let someone pick no. a movie, like in the group? Are we going to do that? Well, someone has to replace you because you're still grounded. Okay. Yeah, but I'm talking <laughs> about like the people. Are we going to let them vote? I don't know, man. Between the polls that we get posted in there, some of the weird videos that get posted in there, I don't know if I trust them. I, just I really don't know. Found out all of reality television is scripted. Very disappointed yep. by Re- that. You tell me that's a reality fake island TV. on Survivor. Hey, it could be a fun idea, but you could also subject yourselves to things like uh, colossal 
and Killdozer. We've done that a few times. Uh, what was the one that Mark absolutely Ship of, Ship Monsters. of Monsters? Oh, but that was a brilliant Ship movie. Of I love that movie. I just love Mark's disdain for it. It just he, it he makes hates me happy. it as much, if not more, than I hate Titanic. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, boys. Well, we're gonna play the trailer, and then we're gonna tear this movie apart. So, uh, everybody, hold tight. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys. You should see this. What are you doing in our house? You really shouldn't be here. Cancel, bro. Okay, that's done. <laughs> we made it. Oh, man. Um, I didn't watch the trailer before I watched the movie. Same. Only only thing I knew was it was the part two. It was the continuation of the original story. That's the only thing I went into this movie in my brain, and that was it. So I'm glad I did that because this trailer, I think, would have made me even more disappointed because I did like how they did this trailer. Um, it had the right tone. It felt like it was going to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It felt like it was going to be gritty and dirty and just, you know, visceral. And I'm glad I didn't get that much more disappointed. So, um, all right, it's time to bring the energy levels back up here. Sludge, you still with us here, bud? You've been awful quiet. Uh, oh, I'm with you. And I don't know if I'm going to bring the energy level up because uh, if I'd have seen that trailer, I probably wouldn't have watched the movie in the first place. So, oh, man. Doing what all good dads do, conserving energy. <laughs> Conserving That's right. I got, I got two of the wild ones I have. Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that. So let's uh, let's bring this energy level up here. Nate, put the drink down, or there, take a drink. Oh, he's professional now. Nate's yeah. world famous three sentence synopsis, which I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit. This is more like the Nate 
absolute badass intro. I think that's what we're going to call this one. I think that works better. So I, I think so, too. Yeah. This is the now will be world famous badass movie intro. Time to rev up your chances. Coming all the way from the great state of Texas. It's going to be a massacre. <laughs> that was you, awesome. You guys couldn't see what we saw, but he got up <laughs> out of great. his chair, stepped away from the mic because he knew he would blow it out and went for it. Oh, he definitely went for it. That's something very rare. That was me balls to the wall. Out of my chair. And as like the last episode with Pete, we were like, I don't know how you're going to top it. Guess what, Nate? You topped it again. You're just going to keep bringing the thunder Ugh, every get episode. Really hard after like the third one. <laughs> Nate's going to have the megaphone ready to go, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to force you to be creative, unlike the people who I don't did this like movie. that. <laughs> so I was extremely hopeful, especially once I saw Fede Alvarez was involved with this project. Oh, same. Like when I was too. The man redid Evil Dead and did it fantastically. So I, I love that. High hopes for this it. one, you know? Yeah, Evil Dead was great. Like as far as remakes, that may be the only remake I actually like, genuinely like. Yeah, I mean it's literally our raining blood drop. Our raining blood is the scene at the end where it's raining blood. So we are fans of that movie, but again, I was just incredibly hopeful for them to pay respect to the movie. I guess. Yeah, and like kind of like I don't know, like pass the torch in a way or maybe like give us something better than expected at least i i don't know if i would go past the torch i think because they said this is directly after the first chainsaw massacre i was expecting a continuation of a the story fill us in with what's been going on for 50 years and b to still give us that gritty, gritty feel that that first movie gave us. Because yeah, even Toby Hooper has gone on record saying the first movie didn't get the dark humor in it that he originally wanted to put into it. Budget time, editing, stuff like that. Which is why it went insane on the second one. Well, yeah, because even Texas he Chainsaw says- Massacre 2 was just a horror comedy. And like yes, he's like, shit. hey, yeah. the first one is absolutely terrifying. You can't make something more terrifying, so why not go the complete opposite direction yeah. and do bat batshit crazy? Yeah, now, it's like yeah. more blood, more everything. Yeah, it, that's like, like go ahead. Slush. That's like what Sam Raimi did with Evil Dead. I mean, it's yeah, like, like, exactly. Like Evil first one terrifying, second one balls the wall insane. It's Just like he looked at these movies and were like, this is what we need to do because it worked. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's so, certain movies where like their plot works so well that it's kind of hard to ever do a proper sequel to. Think like Predator one and two. After that, Predators did a damn good job, but like it's just hard to like. What do you do? Just throw another team of commandos into the jungle? Uh, Terminator well, two. I mean, they haven't gotten it right since Terminator two. It ended perfectly. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean. There's there only one points. Highlander movie because of how good Highlander was. <laughs> you never needed another one. Uh, hey, 
We're we're getting another yes, one. Yes, we man. are. We're getting another one, and, and I'm excited. And, and I am excited. And I will actually fight for Highlander Two Renegade version. Man, <laughs> that's a weird hill to die on. <laughs> I will die. I'm on still I'm still saying I want to do a double feature where we do Renegade and the regular version. Poor oh, Dan. I would totally we'll have do a that. nightmare. <laughs> I, I think it would be hilarious and awesome the entire way. But I, I, I am a proponent for the second Highlander Well, it's like you well, can't but... have Leatherface go to Dallas. You can't have Leatherface <laughs> does Dallas because it, it, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it, though that is a movie I would totally watch. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd watch Are that. You, have saying, to like... you want to see Leatherface naked? Naked. Yes. Is that what, okay. I'm That's pretty much what I, I was I'm going for. Depending on, how, <laughs> depending on how you type it, you might find something that's, that's already possible. <laughs> but like, you have to set up a movie where another group would have to go to rural Texas, which no one yes. wants to do. So, what no, gives you is just one movie, and then a second one, which just ends up towards the end, just copying the first movie. But it doesn't matter because it's the same team. Right, but it had a better. It had a better driving force because he was there to exact revenge on Leatherface, on the family, on yeah, everyone exactly. that killed yeah. the kids. Like it, so there was this drive. Yes, it worked. And, okay, so, like I said, we're going to spoil the crap out of this. Sally's back in this one. Obviously, it's not the original Sally. Unfortunately, she passed away in 2014. Yep. Um I still don't think it would have helped anything with this movie, and hopefully, she no, said not no. whatsoever. Because <laughs> like where Halloween twenty eighteen did an excellent job of like what PTSD PTSD can do to your family and like wreck your life mm. from surviving something like that. This one's like ah, she becomes a Texas Ranger, and that's it. No, no buildup because I was actually like where they said she was a Texas Ranger. I was like, oh, they're going the she's going to be of. a badass. Yeah, she's they're going the route of the second Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that, that's what that's he what was. I thought. Same thing. He is a Texas yep. Ranger. I was like, cool so little nod. Like, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Let's keep that same little vein that that explains why. And all we get is a mention of her at first. That's it. Just a picture of her from back in the time, back in '74, and it's newspaper. like a documentary that's being shown a, on TV, like a true crime Netflix special, basically. My wife watching one of those, you know, murder yeah. things on television. You know, she's watching that. And and the guy just makes a passing remark that, oh, yeah, she was a Texas Ranger and she's been hunting for him ever since. And one of the things, Bullcrap. too, like, yeah, once it cuts away from that, you notice just how clean looking this movie looks, which drove me insane. Like, yes. it is yeah. too clean. I so this throw is... mud on the camera lens i felt like I, honestly watching it like the polish on this i i literally when i was like this looks polished and it's it made me like i'm like what movie am i thinking of for how this looks and i, I swear to you goosebumps like the the new oh, one with Jack Black. oh you're right uh, i'm yeah. like yeah that polish and the color palette i'm like i feel like i'm yeah they were on the same set as goosebumps yeah no it i was getting kind of the the not that I didn't like the series, and I think Sludge hasn't caught up. Kind of how they've polished part of Tatooine in the Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Oh, I watched the last three episodes, yeah. so we're good. <laughs> like, Are you good? Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. Up. I'm caught up. <laughs> okay. So I kind of felt like that. It's it's fake dirty. You know, it's supposed to be dirty. It's supposed to be the desert. It's almost it's insulting, though, where it's supposed to be like, oh, Texas is dirty, so this is dirty. And it's like, no, that's yeah. not how this works. Like, 
and like the fact that you literally slap on a face onto the killer and you're I literally slapping on yeah. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre name to this hollow ha- slasher of a movie. So I, this is one of those few times that this is such a new movie. I, I will do this. So essentially we are 50 years later. This is 50 years after the initial attacks on Sally. Sally got away. This group of millennials, which they're, they're like on the tail end of millennial, as far as I'm concerned, they still seemed really young. Yeah, to be definitely Gen Z. Like, yeah, I was they're like, like they're, they're in that little that mid in between, but like exactly, they remind. I've had me. people try to tell me I'm a millennial, and I'm like, dude, I was born in January 1980. I'm the <laughs> furthest thing from a millennial there is. But they're like, so like, it doesn't work like that. The type of millennial that would tell you, that would tell a black person how racism affects them. That's what they are. They drove yeah, me yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 I want to talk about that when we get up there in a minute because there's a part i this is another disconnect in the movie that i had zero idea what was going on um but so these kids have and i'm gonna call them kids whatever i'm 40 some years old they're kids they they are they fought the town essentially and they're trying to revitalize my guess is they're tired of paying 300 400 half a million dollars for homes that are worth a hundred thousand dollars, and now let's just go buy a rundown town in Texas and make it. A Actually, buying a rundown town right now is probably cheaper than buying a house. <laughs> yeah. Probably is, yep. and there's there's tons of it all around Grundy around here by me. Sludge, we need to get into real estate business. Let's do it. We'll just buy. Let's buy up Grundy, and uh, we'll we'll take care of that. But so they are there. They own. They think they own all the the, the town. The, the the everyone's left. The only people left there is the contractor one guy to do all of the work apparently that they need to get ready for this auction that was a funny interaction between them that i i did laugh at at the beginning of this movie a a sheriff and a deputy and that's all that's supposed to be in this town and they figure out that there's a lady still living in the orphanage and now's the time i want to talk about the one thing that i was like i don't understand what you're doing and this is where i didn't understand the movie one of the arguments, and this is something we don't talk about a lot on the show, we try to stay away from all this crap, is everyone was like, this movie was woke. And I watched this movie. This movie was not woke. No, I don't think so. I couldn't, I couldn't, I really thought they were making fun of woke culture. Because the one thing that led them into the building that the old lady lived in, that we find out later that Leatherface is living in, was a Confederate flag. That was the only reason they went in that house. It was because they wanted to go out there and take that down before the auction. Then they meet the woman. Then they inadvertently cause the woman to have a heart attack and die and is the ultimate reason why they die. So I'm sitting there going, so wait a minute, is the, is the, the moral of the story don't take down the flag because it's essentially what killed them. And I was, from that point on, I was like, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to tell us with this movie. You know, whatsoever. Also funny too. Cause like, I didn't think the movie was going to be so on the nose. So like when they have the old woman in the back of the sheriff's car and yeah. her uh, son, I was like, there's, that's probably not Leatherface. Like that's too obvious. That's too big of a person. Like, nah, that's probably not it. And then when yeah. he like breaks the sheriff's wrist, like in oh, half, that was the one blood which was flattering everywhere. That was great. I was like, Oh, uh, okay, so he clearly is Leatherface. All right, <laughs> like who should be anywhere from sixty-eight 
to almost 80 years old. I was going to say, he's got to be somewhere between 75 and 80 is what I was thinking. Because yeah. I don't think it's ever said how old he was in the 1974. No, so but we can. Maybe he was just a big, earliest, early teenager. Twenty. I'm, that's what I'm kind of going off of. So and if like, he was 20, maybe 19, he's 69 to 80 and the, in this movie. Dude, and that is not a 69 to 80. No, no. He moves quicker than I do when I see a spider appear out of nowhere. And Nate moves pretty fast for a while. <laughs> pretty damn dude, quick. He's a spider. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go for ahead. me, what? it was, I don't know, like, to me, I thought this movie was extremely woke. Um, only because there was no backpedal from it from the moments. Like the, uh, and I'm not going to harp on because I don't like giving my political. No, point, we're, no we're, know, not, we're, not, we're staying apolitical yeah. about this. And, and it's fine that the movie's woke or not woke because if we look at any classic horror that we like through the generations there's always a societal or political meaning behind what? it if, if Romero you go, yeah. did perfectly yeah with not living dead yeah. i mean that's all about the racial upheaval in america i mean that that is exactly he put that message in there and delivered it perfectly not you yeah. know it didn't piss anybody off you know with the way he handled it even if you no. go to chopping mall okay 1986 crap movie. I mean, I love the movie, but like lower I was budget. Say, I love that. Like, movie. It's a really <laughs> good movie, but it's all about the dangers of excess because that's what the eighties was. Every, it was all capitalism yeah, excess. and excess. And so, well, it's, it's also don't have sex. Well, the, that's know, all the, the whole, yeah, that's per, per, no pre marital sex. Yeah. That's all. But that, that was where I, because, but you had a resolve every, on those issues as well. What I'm trying yeah, to say in this one, you didn't like a when, hard with time the, with, all of it. <laughs> I, I was the whole movie. Oh, no. whole movie. Yeah. But, but like, no. All right. As a millennial, I don't want to move into a place like that because I can't order a pizza and have it delivered to my house. Well, no, they haven't built the pizza. Right. Yeah. The guy was a chef. Yeah. They're planning on doing that to where you can do that. It was. And I we're thought. also. Here's the thing is I, my guess was these were all like. So I'd done research on this because I knew we were going to talk about it. So essentially, everyone there is what they're calling influencers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what they are. They're so, like TikTokers and mm-hmm, yeah. Instagrammers, and they have followers. So they're going to then facilitate whatever they bought into the next big thing. So it's kind of like investors, and then many investors, and then they're going to try and build like this oasis in the middle of Texas to go for this thing. So that's kind of what I was getting at. But yet, I kept watching this going i feel like the filmmakers and the writers are making fun of this culture which is fine okay so i then watched another interview i watched the interview with the director on this he considers what he has done here as a satire film and i'm sitting there going that doesn't make it better why would you then say that this is a direct sequel to the 1974 movie it's which absolute. was dark, gritty, yeah. no satire whatsoever. Say, absolutely it was terrifying. Satirical film. And then say, well, I did this one as a satire. No, sir. Generations was satire. You know, number yeah. two, I could almost believe is satire. This one should have been as dark and as gritty. And it, yes, it nailed it on the gore. This will be the only highlight for me in this movie was practical the practical effects were and great gore. Yeah. and all that was fantastic here's the Loved thing it. though when this movie ended i like looked at hannah and i was just like so one of the most terrifying movies ever made has like an ounce of blood in it 
and this one they decide to just go balls to the wall. It reminds me of like if a person were to watch an older movie and go, eh, that was kind of boring. Like it's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I didn't really get the massacre part. So let me like go ahead and like bring you the massacre. It's like you're not you're not getting it. You're not understanding the terror, right. the tension yeah. to the original one. And oh, that, it was so agree. insulting. And the fact that the movie takes itself so seriously that it doesn't even like have fun with it. Typically, I don't like right. stuff, but the fact that this was taking itself so seriously made it extremely hard not to nitpick. Well, that and that was one thing. I, uh, like, so you said that they didn't like you couldn't have fun with it. I feel like they tried to do both, and they failed at both because everything, as far as everything leading up to the bus incident, which I am now calling the brain dead bus. Because it was about as insane as the big kill scene in Brain Dead was. Yeah, yeah you're him right. Him running the chainsaw through the dude's crotch into the girl in a sexual motion. At that point, I went, "This isn't a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie." It's, this, this, you've they got the I rights. appreciate that's the, all it was. <laughs> I appreciate the gore. And it was funny, and it was, you know, there was blood everywhere. People are screaming. He pulls the intestines out of the one dude. I'm yelling at the one chick because she doesn't, she gets past him, and instead of running down the steps out of the bus, she thinks I'm going to jump out the window, and then he cuts her in half. Gore-wise, I'm like, that was hell cool. yeah. Yeah. That was cool. But really, I'm like, why wouldn't you just go down the steps? That, that made no sense. It was just to cut someone in half. I mean, uh, and the whole bus scene as like cool as it was for gore like it was seriously just a setup to kill as many people as possible in a quick what, oh it was three the body time yeah. span yeah instead yeah. like you have this whole location of this whole small town that you could have used to kind of treat leatherface like a boogeyman hiding and stuff like that and picking them off and you don't do that instead you you give us yeah. two locations you give us his house the sunflower and the bus. field yeah and like that's yeah. it well you get the sunflower field so which, when it started at the Sunflower suit, whenever he stabs the deputy with his own wrist, causes the sheriff to shoot himself, I'm still in at that point at the movie. I'm still like, okay, wow, that was a really good kill. Okay, the guy's upset that, you know, the, the orphanage, not even his mom, it's the lady that ran the orphanage, which is a whole nother storyline that I could not wrap my head around. He lived in I a home. idea there, but I'll get to it. Yeah, he had a family why has he been in an orphanage for 50 freaking years? But yeah, that, whatever. that made no sense to me either. No. Are you guys ready for my theory then? Go ahead. Hit yeah. us with the theory Go now. It. It's because he's actually John Wick. Now, oh, it's, it's because he takes John a hammer and realizes it's time to come out of retirement. And he starts oh, bashing right. into the drywall to get his trusty chainsaw that starts out <laughs> almost instantly. I'm assuming well, yeah. that he retired, he got a wife, got a puppy, maybe both of them died, so he decided to go back to the old orphanage because now the Sawyer family, them all being his older siblings, his grandpa, they've all passed away due to just natural causes. And so, you know what? Leatherface was actually living a very peaceful existence, but then they awakened the boogeyman. See, and that's more entertaining than anything I got on screen. <laughs> that wasn't honestly yeah. that that's kind of the story yeah he has done nothing for 50 years yeah. he retired from chainsaw murdering people he had a he's good no life longer, 
Yeah, he wasn't a cannibal. Roadkill doesn't count. Maybe they were eating roadkill. We don't know. I can't believe that chainsaw fires up so quickly. Oh, it, and it doesn't get caught. It doesn't like stick at all. Like there that's would a there, handy there, chainsaw. There is n- no amount of no type of fuel you can put in there that would start after fifty years. There, there, there's no oil whatsoever. That chain is hanging off the bar by like an inch. Yeah. And I swear, I think they tried to retcon it a little bit when he goes to his room and you don't see him, but you hear stuff. And I'm guessing that if anyone questions him, they'll be like, oh, that's what he was doing in the room. Bullshit. Yeah. And I'm not buying that. No. Because I, I thought it, he was going to get it from um, uh, the the guy who's who's actually the me- mechanic. The contractor. Yeah, the that's mechanic. what yeah. makes yeah. sense. Like, I the thought he was going to get it from the on site. Yeah. yeah. That would have made a thousand percent more yep. sense that there was like they could have had this would have it been was the like perfect thing the only enjoyable character in the movie by the way he was yeah. and he's supposed to be the one that is like despised okay. by the other characters i I, want, though... on, I got one thing i want to do real quick before <laughs> i let you jump in i want to follow up on what sludge does and i could have given easter eggs to every movie is have that guy have every version of chainsaw hanging on a wall that came from all the other movies the ridiculously long bar one that had like the the filigree looking design down the bar that'd be sweet the two, oh, that the two mini so chainsaws good. that the yeah. ranger had and just they were hanging on a pegboard in the background of him working on his pickup truck that would have required i would have been be like smart right well, <laughs> yeah, I, and i will true. say this in the interview with the director that is what he was told by the department was one of the chainsaws from the original movie. He it goes, could it, be, but I don't know. Well, this is what he was told. I mean, he, he's like the, the damn thing wouldn't run. He goes, it took 20 minutes to get it to run because we used it as the hero saw all the close-ups, all the stuff that, you know, you see it. That is the 50 year old saw. He goes, sometimes it wouldn't run. Sometimes it just it would be running and then it would just stop. So I'm like, I'll give you points for at least trying to go that route. But I'm yeah. like, you you could have how many replicas are out there of this saw that no one would have paid attention. No, that if it was yeah, the original, not at all. And I guarantee you know, there's so many dedicated fans they would have been able to easily, you know, I just want to say you could have had a whole one, wall, yeah, a whole wall of chainsaws. Period. Go ahead, Nate. I know you're getting ready. But, like the contractor. Point. I like that he was basically Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. Like, I'm the guy that's going <laughs> to yeah. save you all. And then he instantly gets, like, gets a mallet. Yeah. From, uh, feast. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, Feast. Oh, crap. I haven't watched that movie in forever. <laughs> yes, that's a good throwback. Oh, man. Well, that mallet that movie, the That shin. movie gets raunchy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. It really does. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I did love Sledgehammer Leatherface in this. Yeah. I will admit, but I loved that. Sledgehammer Leatherface just felt like Mortal Kombat Leatherface. <laughs> like, the director was playing the Mortal Kombat DLC and went, oh, that's what he's supposed to be Fatality. like. Fatality. Yeah, and I just feel like, I talked about this on the Christine episode. Like, sometimes if we haven't seen something in a while, and the way that pop culture and media like presents stuff to us, it kind of warps our sense of reality of what the actual yeah. movie was. So in our heads, you know, if you haven't seen the original in a while, you're kind of thinking like, oh, Leatherface was doing all this, you know, crazy stuff, moving real quickly. It's like, well, no, like, he kind of treats you like a nobody because you're nothing to him. Like, he's so simple in the fact of how he moves 
and how he like you know uh, teach, uh yeah. treats his victims where the real horror is actually the Sawyer family and by you eliminating that in this yeah, you lose absolutely. so much and like to me if you want to go ahead and scrap all the movies which I th- is so stupid just set this one in the 80s you already had the yeah. characters dressing up like they were from the 80s to where when I first saw oh the photo oh stills God. I was like oh maybe this is actually going to take place around then dude if it wasn't for them and in the tesla and cell phones yeah there was really nothing about this 80s yeah yeah the even the bus is retro like greyhound style i mean i love the bus the the, the, you know it looked awesome you know eliminate all of yeah the cell phones please eliminate the cell phone you're about to get canceled bro i'm like i am ready for you all to die now yep yeah you deserve the chainsaw (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, and this was one of the things i've seen people bringing up was some people have been like i love the fact that they almost made him supernatural i'm like no, no. you have now removed everything that was terrifying about leatherface yeah. leatherface was a guy yeah that just did this no reason no backstory nothing it was just you could pass him on the street one day and you wouldn't know just like how he walks past the sheriff and the deputy carrying the orphanage lady we'll say mom for now just to make it easy carrying his surrogate mother yeah to the van he doesn't react to anyone nope. everyone knows him i was like oh that's her boy oh that's her boy i'm like if i'm looking for someone for 50 years I might try the town that was just down the road a little bit. See yeah. if there's a giant. See if dude there's someone that's very living bulky in mass. And yeah, like, I, I mean, was assuming they were going for like because the original, you know, it was all producing marketing stunt of it's this is based on a true story. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but as a kid, I thought that was real. Hundred percent. It was Ed Gein. Yeah, that but they I was gonna say it's based on the, the, Ed Gein. The, the terrifying part. And put it in some place. Like, even like Ed Gein was, was just the local like guy, the, the weird guy in town. That he was he very was the unsuspicious. Guy. He was yeah. such a quiet yeah, he neighbor. Only killed, like, Everybody two trusted him in real life, if that. Yeah, like he was just an odd fella. That's what was terrifying. Not the fact that he gets done murdering everyone in the sunflower field, and now all of a sudden he's back at the house. Like they had to have been driving for a while. Even five miles is quite a bit of time. To quite a bit walk. of a hike. Yeah. Or And he's not like he's a runner. He's not Usain Leatherface. He's lumbering. And that's what he's known for. When he runs, it's very heavy looking when he runs because he's doing the whole flail thing. His balance is there, but it looks like he could fall over at any time. It's just, it's the Leatherface, you know, movement. He's not making it back into the house all the way upstairs and hiding because he didn't immediately go for the chainsaw. He waited till the girl came in looking for the deed. And I'm like, this is not making any sense whatsoever at all. It's like all of a sudden he just goes, oh, I got to go get my chainsaw now. That's it. That, it made no sense. Most of this movie just didn't make any sense to me. Like, no. I felt like, well, and I mean, Scream, the new Scream kind of really is kind of the same way with this. I, It. Uh, this this new breed of which whoever said that by the way that that, that you read that said that about this movie is not a real horror fan and hasn't watched any real horror movies um 
I'll I, like I'll be honest with Texas Chainsaw. It's the first two for me, and then I'm done. Um, you know, I mean, I've seen the third one. I've seen the uh, the next generation, and no. I gave up at um, the remake in uh, 03, The one that uh, Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that Marcus. Then they did the Michael a Bay prequel one. to that one, and then um, yeah. We got another prequel. <laughs> yeah, and for those who know me, know uh, I'm not a Michael Bay fan uh, by any stretch no. of the imagination. So when that one came out that uh, they that they did, I gave up on the franchise at that point. And that one was still closer than this. Oh, one. so much closer. Definitely. So much closer. Like, and and that's a pro- that's the, so that can sum up my whole feeling on this movie. If I like Michael Bay's movie better than yours. Your movie you messed sucks. up somewhere yeah, like, like yeah, yeah and a michael bay movie without explosions that's even worse you know because that's what michael right for. yeah um but it, the remake to, at least gets the grittiness it, correct it, it yeah. just has too much attractive and that was really because it. of marcus like like marcus spells he's yeah, the one who's really understood. good at doing that i feel like nobody involved in this film understood maybe even seen the original one because they didn't seem to understand the concept of that film it's the same that's what i could not get figured i out. have with the robocop remake where it's just like it feels like someone watched robocop went well i don't know why he doesn't run so i'm gonna make a sexier sleeker <laughs> faster so robocop it's like you're I'll, missing I'll, the point I'll, I'll answer that that was um studios more people can go to a pg-13 movie therefore in their brain we'll get more money because there's more butts and seats Except when that movie first drops and we're already pissed that it's PG-13, most of us that would have gone to it rated R didn't go. No, we waited for it. And we didn't yeah. take our kids, yeah. who we would have took to an R-rated RoboCop movie, because this is our childhood. And so they tried to market it and failed. And this is my this is same same thing with Expendables 3. Expendables, fantastic, R-rated, bloody action. Mm-hmm. It's what it went to the people. It, it did exactly Number what we two, wanted. Went even further, more blood, more insanity, and the third one went. We need to make more money. Make it PG thirteen, and it's the worst entry in the yep. franchise. Bring in some yep. new fresh blood. And lost yes. more money. I, I want to slap every studio executive that says that. Let's take this R-rated, you know, known property and make it PG thirteen. Yep. Alien, backhandle alien versus immediately backhand exactly yes. that's the fact that that through and alien through. versus predator decided to do the slow-mo when the face hugger came out that that matrix style oh, all the time yeah. that, and it was just like you just completely miss why that was so scary in the first alien and movie. they tried to retcon it by giving us avp requiem which literally was avp r and you yeah, couldn't that's anything the whole it. reason it was named that no it's just it, it's more blood we're going to launch the blonde chick up into the wall with the spike throwing star, which is still my favorite kill in the movie. Yeah. But we're also going to go, <laughs> uh, let's put steroid. Let's, let's give a predator steroids and make him a stupid lumbering giant in the movie. No. Why? And this is what I was saying. It's like some movies like just nail it the first time where it's like, you just can't really ever top it. The, usually the it's, idea it's, is how do you go bigger? Just yeah, bigger. It's, it's like, well, bigger it's, usually doesn't always mean better. It's the lightning in the bottle thing. When yes. when it strikes and you catch it, it's there. You're probably not going to catch it again. And if we're on the predator kick. Go with predators. With it was Shane Black coming back to write it. He was oh, yeah. there for the first one, and all it ended up being was a comedy version of the original Predator. 
you could almost all play the movies. Decisions. All yeah, studio. You, you could play those movies at the same time at the same track, and it would almost be beat for beat how they did the original, and, and the it still fell. Studio flat. didn't learn anything with the Predator, which I do enjoy, but it's notorious. What's that one? Which one is? Is it Predators with? Adrian Brody's yeah, the yeah, S, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the Predator so it, was, it was the, the Predator is the Shane Black when yeah. it came back. Yeah. Rodriguez did Predators. Predators. Yeah, yeah, correct. We had it backwards there for a minute. And now we get Prey. And I'm excited I pray for Prey. It's yeah, better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it's going to be I think I'm that's going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, this, and that was my thing with this one. This is just like I felt like it was almost like a, a Hostel 2 scenario. Like Eli comes yeah. out with Hostel and it's like, whoa, like, yes, yeah. it is over the top gore. But you're dealing with a I mean, the story behind Hostel was he was that was supposed to be a documentary and then his yeah. life got threatened. So he turned it into a film and that whole message of what really goes on in those countries is there. And that's what makes it terrifying. Hostel, too. Yes. It's like uh, we have nothing new. So let's just make let's just throw more boobies and more blood, you know, and I, yeah. I feel like that yeah. aspect is all we got with this. It's like. We don't know how to do it again or make it with fresh. no boobs. Yeah. So we got we got no boobs in this. No one. boobs I in mean, this one. Was... Tons of blood, a uh, bunch of, you know, influencers because we got to be hip and cool and hope it works. And it fell flat. And I care away. about none of yeah. the characters. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Ex- except, except, except for, the contract. Except Richter. Yeah. The contractor was the yeah. only person I liked. No, no, I, I only like here's the biggest missed opportunity in this film was one. Well, killing Richter was stupid because he should have at least made it towards the end of the film almost to the end yeah almost yes. all the way was um the the the, the sister lila uh and the one. youngest one yes the one who survived a freaking school shooting okay yeah that, that is the one who should have kicked his freaking rear like if anyone's going to survive and put Leatherface down, it needs to be the girl who has PTSD from surviving an actual school shooting. That was yeah. the story, and they were like, we're just going to piss that out the window and throw all the right. crap in. We're, that was a terrible we're literally, We're literally going to make her a fool. Yeah. That she can't even, she can't see how the gun was loaded because she picks up the AR-15. She should have been the girl and, from Run, Fight, Run, Hide, Fight. I don't know if you guys saw that movie yeah. or not. Like, yeah. that is who Lila should have been, was, was that girl. I... I think it would have been better so what we got was this amalgam of the sister the older sister who essentially is kind of guilt-ridden this entire time like she started this whole thing she yelled at the old lady and she's the one that just she she's you want her to be the end girl and then she's not the end girl and then you want her to be the end girl and then she's not the end girl (laughs) and then sally shows up Yeah. yeah Yeah. And now I, we have to talk about this. You mean, we have to talk about the first Texas okay. Ranger ever that has her opportunity to kill Leatherface, but has to like prove a point, I guess. Yeah. Say my name. Do you remember me? Say my name. And She's I'm like, like right there. She's dedicated 50 years of her life. Put the man down right then and there. Well, it was like okay. They said we need to do what they did in Halloween. We, you know, they yeah. brought Jamie Curtis's character back. Let's bring Sally back and do the same. The thing. confrontation. Yeah, and then we, they got to the conversation. The confrontation. Like, well, we have to do something different. Uh, and then Letterface is like, who, who, who are you? And yeah, I don't know off. who you are. You know what I mean, when that happened, we did like the Thanos. I don't even know who you are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, we did the the Scarlet Witch thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Hopefully you guys have already watched it. And I'm sorry if we're making you mad. 
we're just giving our honest you opinion. You can yell at about me on Instagram. Movie. I'll take it. <laughs> That's fine. We yell at Nate all the time. Drop DMs in in the give me back my horror movies DMs. Call me a poser. Nate runs please. that one. Um, and it's fine. But this was again. This is. I, I have a feeling Sludge and I kind of were hoping Nate liked this more than I really was. <laughs> he did. How, yeah. We were like, no, we wanted this debate on here, but it sounds like it's a three-way uh, rumble fest what, against Leatherface. Yeah, we're just beating it dead. So was when she's like saying all of her friends' names, like remember them, and she says Franklin, and all I can think about is Leatherface did the world a favor by killing Franklin, and she should be thankful for that. No one wants him around. Well, it's like, and I, nobody who who would see this movie now that the cast is focused towards would even know what we're talking about when we're talking about Franklin. Like they would have yeah, no, no idea. No one. You would have had to watch the movie immediately before watching this one. You would have had to watch the first one. Watch this. That would have been a bad Back. idea because I think people would have been like, oh, the first one's amazing. Then they watch this, like, uh-huh. I, I think the, funny the ratings thing, would be even lower yeah, right now. Like, yeah. I originally was going to watch the first one and then watch this one, like, on two different nights, kind of like back to back. I forgot yeah. to uh, complete the checkout on buying the first <laughs> one. <laughs> it is on Shutter. And I was like, I, I don't know why I don't own this. Like, I should probably buy this. And there's a really sweet steel book that they just recently released. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get that. I added a cart. And then, like, I was like, why is that came yet? And then, like, looks like, oh. So now it's arriving on Saturday. So I have that to look forward to. <laughs> I had it in my hand at the Walmart bin, you know, the, the $3.74 movies. Yeah. And it was, it's a weird cover. It didn't even say Texas Chainsaw Master. It was just a picture of him. And it was like, it said remastered at the bottom. And I went, Nah, and then I bought Rampage. Well, they recently so, yeah, exactly yeah. great choice, dude. <laughs> I think I made the watch yes, choice did. on that one. They recently did a 4K transfer, which is what the steel book yeah. is, but it's on Blu-ray. So I, I was waiting for an actual official 4K release, and it just hasn't yeah. came. So I was like, screw it, I'll finally just like buy this version instead. Oh, I mean, how 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 clean do you want that movie? To me, this is not a movie right? that I would ever want. Like we're talking no, about like, polish. I would still prefer to watch the original Massacre on VHS. I'd love yeah, to go see love it in a drive-in. Oh, it'd be like perfect. on reel to reel. I would think that would have been awesome. But yeah, I don't. I don't ever want to run the risk of it getting too clean and losing that grit, that feel that this this movie should have had. They had every ability to do it. But I want to stay on the Sally bit for a little bit. Oh yeah, we gotta so get back to her. Though yeah, we're introduced to her in a slaughterhouse in her barn so fun fact charlie found about the barn guess where else we've seen that barn uh no recently clue. recently because i thought i knew where that barn was but because it looks familiar but i'm not sure i'll take a rambo guess. last rambo last blow oh, I was oh yeah, that well, totally okay. explains yeah. the after credit scene then uh-huh that's why i was like i was laughing yeah. even harder because of the after credit scene but no that's the same barn they filmed last blood in well, that's pretty cool so she <laughs> she's gutting a pig or a cow or whatever she gets the call she goes loads up her go bag and i'm like okay cool we get the laurie strode sarah connor kind of feel with her she's got her cowboy hat on her shit kickers she's ready to go and i'm like cool let's see if she can save this movie she shows up while the girls are getting attacked saves them throws them in the back of the car and they're locked in because it's a you know marshall's car 
and she goes after him, not shooting except to shoot the chainsaw. I think she hits the chainsaw once, yeah, and maybe one time around the chest or on the side that she hits him one time. I swear it looks like birdshot. Like he's but he's not even say, really yeah. responding. Was she using rock salt or birdshot? Because I'd have slugs. those shells were doing nothing. No, yeah, yeah. And he, I'd have had slugs done. Steel shot. And then he runs off. Okay, and then we find him. We find him sitting in his room, pouting. Leatherface is literally pouting in his bedroom because the girls got away. Not really. They're sitting outside in the car. That. What? What are you guys thinking? He's sitting on the side of his bed with his head hanging down. Isn't that what... Uh... Well, no, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. He's pouting. He's pouting. He is. <laughs> yeah. Because she goes upstairs because we've had like two or three like jump scares of someone trying to go upstairs and he's like all, all, all of a sudden there. You know, it's like, oh, oh, there he is. No, we don't get none of that. She walks into the room. There he is. Chainsaw's laying there. He's just sitting. Huh. Well, I didn't get him. And that's when we get the her confrontation with Leatherface. You know who I am. Say my name. He says she says all the other names. He grabs the saw and walks past her. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just walks right out of the house. She has a shotgun pointed at his head. And he walks past her and leaves and the house. She lets him. Yep. Yes. Which is more and he, frustrating. And he goes after the girls who already have the car now. And they're trying to get get it started or whatever. I, I can't even remember. I didn't even want to watch this movie twice. Anyway, he starts attacking them through the car. And I think that's when Sally comes down and hands them the keys. That's what it is. She gets Leatherface to run around the block. Literally, he runs down an alley, comes around the other side, hands them the keys and says, get out of here. They don't. What? Come yeah. on. There's what? no millen- there's no millennial on this planet that would have that's been, not gonna leave. Have peeled out of there quicker. I would have been gone. Running. They wouldn't yeah. have cared about her. They'd yeah. be like, "We're out." <laughs> I don't know who that lady is. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> not my problem. And so we get the final showdown between Leatherface and Sally. He runs her through with the chainsaw, picks her up off the ground, holds her in the air while shaking it, and throws her twenty feet. Yep, yep, pretty much. That's what happens. Sa- it looked pretty cool of having her up that high, and I was kind of expecting it, her to be split in half because the movie was already going well, for that in gore, so I was looking for like that vertical I split. was looking for that, too, but we find out why they couldn't do that because Sally must have her last words yes. with Which is our so final girl. So because, weightless. Like, even, like, yeah, like she doesn't know who these like, girls are in the first place, but after she shoots them, she's like, yeah, now you remember who I am. I'm like... You never shot him once in the original. Nope. All nope. it was was he turned around going, hey, knock that off. That hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he looked like the Hulk. Like, what, what was that? No. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Stop shooting, pu- you know, puny human. Stop shooting Leatherface with birdshot. That's not 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 feel good. It, it, it was stupid. And she's not alive after what we just saw. It went through her spine, eviscerated her organs, through her 20 feet she's dead yeah, she's, she's dead she's dead she's dead she's not talking to anyone she's gone you know somehow she realizes herself yeah, long, yes long enough to give a gun away to yeah <laughs> to lila 
Yeah, and kind of emulate how to load. She she loads one shot in, and there's one more laying there, which is why we only get two shots. So the girl couldn't figure out how to load an AR-15 earlier, but we've now figured out how to load a shotgun and rack it. <laughs> right, yeah. We're good to go. We got this. They YouTubed it, apparently. I don't know. It, this is how asinine this movie ended up being. Even to the final showdown made zero sense to me in the theater. A, I don't know why there's that much water in a theater. Yeah, like, where's that hole going? I, yeah, where did that come from? Like, I understand there's been a hole in the roof, and every time it rains, water is gathered. But there is no structure on this planet that would hold water in it and not slowly, you know, absorb into the ground. Yeah, or evaporate or any kind. No, yeah. It's- yeah, not to mention that we already had a scene of her running from Leatherface under a house that was nothing but a dirt floor built up on oh, that scene. So I'm guaranteed. Okay, hold on. That scene royally pissed me off too. Cause so he, I hate he's that. digging through with the chainsaw coming through the floor and just running after her the whole time. There's like 30 feet of open space to her left all the way. I kept yelling yeah. that roll, yep. roll over, roll over. No, we no. were all, yeah, we were yelling at the Ask TV. Jackie, I'm like, roll to your left, roll <laughs> to your God, right. Serpentine. I'm like, dude, I, I just nothing made sense. And then in the theater, yeah, the body water makes no sense. Then the other thing is, he throws the chainsaw, which was kind of cool. Hits her in the leg with it. Why is she cool walking? Effect. Why does she even have a freaking foot at that point? Yeah, I was she like, if you're have... gonna do the throwing the thing, like, make it to where like the ankle just gets completely taken off. Yeah, like yeah. you've already Something. gone there with the gore. So the what's minimum, the, what's her, the matter with that? Achilles, or her, you know, her Achilles heel had been cut. You yeah, know, or I, I would have been okay with like a chunk of calf, just something to show me that that took a bite out of her. Yeah, and then the final showdown of she's trying to shoot him, runs out of shots. He's teetering on the back again. We get the whole like T one thousand over the lava pit although it's Leatherface over a water pit. And then the older sister comes running in and glancing blows across his apron and up on his face. There wasn't even a good, like, like like right into the gut. Glaze of the chin. Yeah, it was barely made contact, and then we're supposed to believe he died. I'm already going, he's not dead. I've seen enough of these movies. He's not dead. We're going to see him again. I, I would give it back the way that we got to see him again. This was the only redeeming factor to this movie. Yes. It was, was that one yes, scene yes. was everything that the movie should have been because exactly. I actually was startled when it happened. Same. When, oh yeah. Everything's like, calm. Happened, went, oh, that just scared me. Autopilot oh, on the Tesla. Oh yeah. No, I was I was calm. Oh, I was like I was like I was finally sitting there going cuz Sarah checked in, checked, my wife checked in on me. She's like, "How is it so far?" Like a couple times a movie. And I'm like, "Sucks. Freaking sucks. Absolutely <laughs> sucks." And then we get to this part and I'm like, "The one yes, I'm thank you. You're at least let me in this movie with a smile." I was looking for that. Like I was waiting for it. They're driving. Okay. And I and they delivered and I was like, "Thank you. At, at least you See, made me feel good for 30 seconds." My whole thing was in this whole new thing of movie that we're getting i was figuring it was going to be a post-credit scene you know how they're trying to lead everything up to a good post-credit was maybe him getting up or you know a few that's kind of what i was later like they're going to give us i was thinking the sequel set up and then like yeah what we get so while fun looks so stupid it did (laughs) he 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 busts through the side glass of the tesla that is set to autopilot we have to say it was already set to autopilot 
rips the sister out of the car and then swings the chainsaw and cuts her head off while holding her head. Awesome. Love every second of that. And then we get shot for shot, the repeat of Sally, you know, screaming indiscriminately at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, redone with a girl out the sunroof of a Tesla as it's going to say in the most 2022 way of outside of a Tesla at three miles per hour on auto drive yeah, yeah. with a it horn. It was as fast if you as honk the, it, it makes a fart noise or something because that's what you can do. It was as fast as the Moss Espa speeder chase in Book of Boba Fett. It was that fast. Yeah. That's how fast the car was going. <laughs> don't, don't let Boba Fett chase him with his awesome jetpack. Oh, and, and for me, God, and, so. and then like, the, yeah, I mean, so I love that. took Because I wanted all of them to die. Like. All of them. Like, oh, it, I was over. Oh, all yeah, of them. yeah. So I didn't want anyone to live. No, even like I was even, over like, that. Once they, once I was like, okay, they're not going to act. They've missed their opportunity with Lila and what they could have done with this post-school shooting survivor. I was like, you can chalk her too. Just, just get kill them all. And so I was ready for it. And so I was stoked that at least she died. You know, the other sister died too. But then at the end, and this is just maybe me being a just a fan of the original. No one has ever done that chaotic chainsaw swing the dance, the dance. Yeah. yeah no one has done it like the gunner dance. did and obviously we can't no, have gunner because no. god rest his soul you know passed away in 2015 obviously i mean that's why we got mark burnham don't do that i was hoping that when he had her head hanging that we weren't going to get the chainsaw dance i was hoping for we're going to get the head dance you know what i mean something that oh, kind yeah. of that would have been cool you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little east you know throw back to the original honor to, to gunner and what he did but it will make it something original. No, they didn't even do that. Yeah. It's all <laughs> nah. missed opportunities, this whole movie. I think so. I would have been okay with throw the head at her and then just hold the chainsaw over his head yeah. and do it like a Tuscan Raider and just oh, and let it go nuts. I'd be cool with that. And you could have I had like the blood why. just going from the neck, just nonstop yeah. like a fountain. <laughs> you could have really gone with ridiculousness. And, you know, I get now the thing is to always leave it open for a sequel. Always make sure there's some reason to bring him back. Look, how many movies have we gotten of this guy? You could have cut his head off, and you would have told me a sequel's coming out, and I'd been like, okay, let's see, oh, what, yeah, let's let's do see what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. I mean, they literally cut his That's head what... off like they did Michael Myers, but okay, let's yep. bring him back. But, I, I, but I, to me, that would have been the better ending with Sally. Sally should have been incapacitated, not the way it was. She should have had... None of that in the room. That never should have happened. No, she should have shown up, saved the girls, caused him to run away, hand the girls the keys, get out of here. They should have at I'll least gone a block up. or two. Yeah, go a block or two away. Have Sally now hunt him in the small area of the town. Just real, you know, five minutes of them kind of cat and mousing a little bit. Then get a showdown where we think he got the upper hand over Sally. And you're like, ah, I don't know if she survived that. Not lifting her up in the air where she obviously didn't survive. Give us that moment of, I don't know if she's still alive. Leatherface finds the girls because they're like, we can't leave her. We can't leave her. I'm rewriting the movie, guys. You know, we have to go back and get her. We have you know, No one's going to believe us. They go back. We get back into the theater. Fine. Keep the water in there. I don't care have that little moment of them maybe having the upper hand. They get one of the contractor's guns, figure out how to use it. He had to have more than two run out of bullets. Leatherface is about to go. And then Sally popped back in. 
and then kneecap him. Two shots. Boom, boom. He's on the ground. Get rid of the chainsaw or he's already gone. Whatever you want to do, then have your showdown with him. Then have the, you don't remember me, do you? That mo- yeah. And have that the been, picture. That would have been so much more Have effective. the picture to show him. Because he's decapped. He can't get up. He's not going to get up from that. And while she's doing that, have the younger daughter, you know, the younger girl who's already experienced all kinds of terror just come right at him with the chainsaw. Go for the head. You ain't got to take his head off, but a better than a glancing blow across his head. Boom. Both people get their redemption. Sally gets some redemption because she gets to see her killer face to face. The girl, the younger daughter, get, I want to say daughter, the younger sister. girl gets her hero moment and now can rise above her PTSD that she experienced in the school. And then they end it. That's all they had to do yeah. is make that the redemption arc of surviving PTSD. Done. Yep. That's Done. what I it should have been the focus. Yeah. Instead, and, and that would we get both of them would have yeah come right out of yeah. PTSD. Instead, we get Leatherface walking home like Rambo Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. makes yeah. no sense because he's been in an orphanage for fifty years, maybe less. Yeah. Why, did he, why would he go back to the house? Why now? Why he could have way back. Then? Yeah. Why now? If it, he wasn't an orphan, he had a family. You know, the whole orphan arc made no sense. His little picture on the wall with the face scratched out made no sense. He had a family. He lived in that house and was brought up there as a cannibal. Made no sense. Which makes it feel like they're just retconning even the first movie altogether. You know? Like, it really does. Then they should have done that. Yeah. Then they should have done that. But the problem is... Retcon it and restart it like they did in 03. It could have just been a halfway decent slasher because of all the practical effects and how fantastic they were. Yeah. If it wasn't a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It literally did not need the name. Like, it could have just been a halfway decent thing our review our whole recap would have been eh, it's still pretty stupid but at least a little different this is this is the I, actually i think godzilla that's what it is it's leather face yeah. godzilla oh. 98. <laughs> well this would have been like this is godzilla 98 but this is now the sequel to the original godzilla so the original Which godzilla happened and more. now yeah, yeah <laughs> now godzilla 98 is the new sequel to that movie because that's what they've done yeah. here. And middle finger to all it, you they, for trying to make it different. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's you know it it, it it shouldn't have happened like this. And they're going to they're going to spin it however way they want. They're already trying to say it's satire. Bullshit. I'm not buying that. No, it's no, not no. satire. Nope. You miss the mark. You're trying to retcon what you you had an idea for a movie and went this would this would be kind of cool if we could do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's sell it to the people that own that property and then go, okay, we're, we're just going to erase all the other ones. Okay, that's the new thing to do is the new sequels, the new storylines. But I don't think anyone had a lot of faith in this movie already. It went up on Netflix. Didn't even get a theater release for a Texas. It went Chainsaw to Netflix movie. because yeah. all the test screenings were a disaster. Yeah, and then it got they, delayed I read that too. like a year because they were just like, "What do we do with it?" The problem is, this is like the third most watched movie on Netflix right now. 
so it's going to get a sequel. <laughs> well, it's going to, but and that's the thing, and that's it's why we fantastic memes made out of it. Which, at the same time, Netflix has an entire meme making department yeah. to blow up their movies that suck. So that we're, way, it gets hype locked on the internet. We're a, a cog in cycle. that wheel, guys. We're a cog in that wheel. We're talking about it. Yep. Yeah. That's the best type of promotion. Whether it sucks, whether it's good, doesn't matter anymore. It's how is it trending? Is people talking about it? Yeah. Our friends over at uh, Bad Movie Cult just reviewed this, and they dropped theirs immediately. They're like, hey, we got to review this real quick. They've dropped a mini episode about it. They liked it, but they approached it as it was a fun slasher movie. I couldn't do that because they told me this was a sequel to the original. Yeah. That's why I couldn't. Because not only did they say it's a sequel, the name is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a bar and an expectation that is yeah, set yeah, a very period. high bar. Yeah, and, and nowhere close to that bar in this film. It's no. almost like you're slapping Hooper in the face as well by telling him his own second movie doesn't exist. Yeah. And that's what I have a bigger issue. And, be, and look, I'm not going to sit here and go that the second movie didn't go batshit insane. The second movie is more satire than anything. It was a comedy. Yep. But look at that, that poster. Like we said, yeah, it's the Breakfast Club poster. But they did it on purpose by the guy who created it, not someone fifty years later going. Mm, I can do I it have better. An idea, and I have a name attached with it with Fede, and he did really good with Evil Dead, which was let's face it, that was a divisive movie too. There are people yeah. that hated that one as well. Yeah. And but they didn't go. This is Evil Dead three. They went. This is now an Evil Dead, which is what they should have done here. Don't make it a sequel. Retell the story. Retell the story now, because then all this would have made sense. We'd have a younger Leatherface. We'd have a modern setting. We would have had everything that we could have Easter egged back to the originals, but not be tied to the original. The only way I can see going forward from here is doing a found footage movie. That's the only way I can actually see this working. Um, And even though I'm not the biggest fan, if you remember right in the remake, they do that opening scene of like, you know, them kind of coming up with the camera, do kind of the same concept, but a whole movie of like kids investigating, like doing what kids do which is, oh, I heard there's a crazy person that lives in this house. Let's go check it out and have a party or something like that. There's a one person that could possibly pull that off, one, and that's Eduardo Sanchez, like the originator of the found footage horror genre. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much the one that would I, I, knock it out of the park. Yeah, he's the only one. I've, I mean, we've tried that with almost every iteration of horror movies anymore. Yeah is when there's no more ideas, go found footage. Well, and I think with him, because, like, I mean, with Blair Witch, that came out, that that genre came out, and people were like, oh, this, I mean, it scared the pants off everybody. Then he left. And granted, every film he did, because I finally, I just recently went back and watched his catalog of, not long catalog, it's short, of movies yeah, he's, he's done, um, because I'm a huge fan of Exists, uh, the most recent movie he did that, that was found footage. All the other movies are not found footage, and the ideas of his movies are great, but that dude, is uh, just the best I found footage because all of his other movies end up sucking. But he came yeah. back with this and it's like, I need y'all to remember I created this genre for a reason because I'm the best. Mm-hmm. So if you want anybody to do that for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think it's got to be him because it's got to be the best. And 
because it could work. Because you're right, Nate. I think that that end sequence there in the 2000, the Jessica Biel one, uh, yeah, would yeah. would have been really cool. Something like that. Like that one, maybe you could even make set in the 90s. The only thing is, how do you get an excuse to have who's holding the cameras kind of thing? Like it wouldn't work in the 80s because when you do multiple different camera shots, it'd be like what everyone had a VCR camera when they decide to go party, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that's just not logical, but like it, it, it's getting more and more difficult now in order to make a movie that's entertaining to watch, you know, Blair, Witch worked because it was a one camera, one perspective kind of thing. And we weren't used to it. So that worked. I, I don't know, man. I, I really, I don't even know how they can do a sequel. I watched the interview and he goes, I've got some ideas. And I went, they didn't work for the first one. I don't know what makes you think it's going to work <laughs> yeah, for the second I, I have no interest yeah. in this man's ideas. Like you, no, now, not at all. Now, now he is completely by himself. Now he's in a house. No one is left in that town. You're, it's going to be crawling with investigators. It's going to be crawling. We're going to check, like, Actual Texas Rangers are going to check like a hundred mile radius. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe I should check this farmhouse down the road. I don't know. And then I don't know. I, I could tear this movie apart even further. Like they had a perfect tie-in that the one girl said that her grandmother or great grandmother was from the town, sang a song that the sheriff recognized, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, okay." And then that was it. That was that could have been. Some kind of tie-in somewhere. Missed opportunities all over the place. In this film. Everywhere. All it was like, place. I have an idea. Let's film it. Oh, crap. I forgot to follow through on that idea. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well. well. <laughs> let's let's kill someone. Let's I kill did. 27 people in a bus. More blood, I didn't more blood. think it was possible for me to hate something more than Texas Chainsaw 3D. I know a lot of people hate Leatherface, and like I definitely have issues with Leatherface and how it treats people with mental health conditions. It's absolutely insulting. Um, but this is bad. Like this is just so bad. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's I, I to me I'll I'll echo what I did on our episode about uh, House by the Cemetery. Go on YouTube, watch the compilations <laughs> of the kills, and you're done. That's it. That's all you need from this is to watch. Because yep, they did practical, and God bless them for it. I yeah, loved. Yeah, I was bit really of shocked at the amount of practical. Um really really i'm i'm fine with it you you'll understand you know why i make the brain dead reference if you all remember the chains or the lawnmower scene in that movie imagine if he held a chainsaw in a bus yeah that's exactly what we got in this one people are slipping on blood their intestines the chainsaw is a different size bar every time he kills someone (laughs) it's either 24 inches or 64 inches there is no in between he can reach through two people or just cut one arm off. We don't. It's it's a mess. Now that's all I can say about this movie. It's I did come up with some cool spinoff massacre movies for each of oh, us. Oh, we got because we're in three the, different states. Yeah, we are. I gave myself the coolest one though, and screwed you two over. I appreciate oh, that. Thanks. You're welcome. That, um, so we're gonna start out with Sludge with Tennessee. I've got. The Tennessee Tape Measure Massacre. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm not going to lie. It's actually perfect because I, got, I cut my hand on my tape measure like two months ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> like paper got I've done that. It sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's like the ultimate paper cut. We let it out really quickly. <laughs> and it comes back. 
throw it. If it ever does that, just let go. Oh, and man. Do what it's going to do. Well, and it got me like, people listening can't see, but it got me like right in between. Oh, no. Oh, the web. Yeah, and the web. The web. Your finger. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh so bad. Oh, see, this movie is going to be way better than this one. <laughs> Good job, Nate. Good job. Now for now Charlie. I'm terrified. I'm terrified yeah. now. I got the Virginia Caulking Gun Massacre. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like a killer that like sticks the caulking gun into your mouth and pulls the trigger and you just really slowly eat the caulk. I'm Pace Pot Pete. Yep. Is that <laughs> Marvel reference? You guys can Google that. Uh, I don't know. I think you should have thought a little longer on mine, Nate, but go nope. ahead. Nope. No, I, I did not I put like, any thought like into Nate these. wouldn't watch the, the stuff and was like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, we put it stuff. in a gun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We can do it. I I think he just Googled what do contractors use and just <laughs> the first one. Did I Google tools? Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> Nate's is Texas Chainsaw with a nail clipper. That's what Nate's yeah. would be. <laughs> I was originally trying to think of different tools that start with the beginning of the letter of each state. That just got too complicated. So. Yeah. Virginia's hard. We'll yeah, it keep was. it clean. We'll keep it clean. <laughs> and then for Ohio, I have the Ohio Pipe Wrench Massacre. Yeah, that's a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I get man. the cool one. I made it. So if you two would have like came out with your own massacres. I... Of course it would make mine better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pledge has actually worked for him. And then Nate's like, I get to be a pipe wrench. And Charlie's like, I get a caulk gun? I don't <laughs> What happens if I run out? Do I, do I have you like have a like a utility belt like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you just like refill real I quickly. I have liquid nails. I have silicone. I have roofing cement. But you didn't like pre-cut all of them, so you have to like get the pliers out <laughs> cut the tip. <laughs> like, I didn't want to dry out. You can borrow yeah. my tape measure, Charlie. We'll cut those off real yeah, quick. I'll cut the ends <laughs> off with the tape measure. Oh, the sequel is wow. you two combined. <laughs> oh, God, man. That's... That's awesome. Well, I'm also realizing we've 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 crapped on this movie so bad we forgot something Nate asked specifically to talk about this movie was uh, it was the under that well this is <laughs> this is where we can laugh at how ridiculous the movie really was is when she's under the house he cuts through the sewage line oh yeah right over her head yeah and Nate's like hey <laughs> Nate Nate messages me going hey. I have a request. And I was like, okay. And he tells me the part. And I was like, I got you, fam. I got the poo on me. <laughs> and immediately hugs her sister when she comes out of the house. And, and, and there wasn't a... Bleh. And she's on the bus, and no one goes, what's that smell? Not once. Yeah, no I was waiting for that. Like, no one on the bus, because these are all very upper-class, shitty human beings going, ooh, why do you yeah. smell like that? Yeah. I was waiting for that, like, oh, does Texas always smell like this? <laughs> is that the Texas crude? Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to not, not mention Nate's one drop. I, I like to uh, make sure I get what he he requests here. So I'm very needy. All right, guys, let's, let's do the rating bloods.
see, Fede, we have your movie as our drop. We love your work, just yeah. not this yes. one. Yes, what happened? <laughs> like, ah, Evil Dead, uh, don't breathe, and then ex- this turd bucket. <sighs> God, so frustrating. Man. I get it now if you never want to be on the show. I, I totally get it. <laughs> no, I get, I get, I get the uh, contention in the groups now. I get why this movie is so divisive. And it's, again, if you liked it, cool. Then you like what you like. I'm not here to tell you not to like yeah, it. I'm, not here I'm to, just here to tell you what I didn't yeah, like. I'm not here yeah. to tell you that you like movies that suck. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah, that's not our place. <laughs> yeah. That's not what we're here for. I mean, terrible movies exist like this one. <laughs> so I can't even picture right. this being a fun midnight grind grindhouse like feature, you know, with a packed wow. theater. Even though this theater would not be packed, it'd be three people wondering why they decided to make this poor life choice. <laughs> exactly. It's why it didn't make it to the theaters. All right, so our rating blood is seventeen that we actually see get disemboweled or cut or slung over their heads uh our asterisk this week is there's a lot more than 17 people in this movie and while we don't see exactly what leatherface does everyone on the bus dies so we're calling it an asterisk on that there was a lot more people there than what we're counting because we're counting you know the sheriff the deputy you know everyone that wasn't on the the entire group except for one yeah, her. You know, yeah. The, the youngest youngest sister is the only, well, Leatherface. But, again, we don't count the main protagonist because more than likely they're going to come back. Um, so, yeah. A decent kill count. Yeah. If we got to go off that. I mean, uh, it's, I the only like the gr- it's the only good thing about it. the last couple have had quite a few kills. Well, uh, House by the Cemetery didn't. No, I'm saying that, like the last couple of uh, Chainsaw Massacre movies actually have. Oh. Pretty decent body count. I haven't watched 3D or Leatherface. I have Leatherface in the shop. I actually thought about watching it today, but I didn't. I didn't want to skew anything. I wanted to just keep this one fresh. I would almost say watch it just so you can kind of see the total difference between the last film. It's in the shop. I have not seen again. Like I said, anything past Marcus and the Spells, just like Michael Bay trashed me on the series. The this. So like, well, I think I, that's the only other two, yeah. Is so I mean, if I went and watched 3D, would I Nate? Would I like it more than this? Honestly, yeah. Which is sad because the even the title is called just Texas Chainsaw, which is so stupid because you get rid of the cool word. And the movie is not about a chainsaw in Texas. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, but from what I remember of it, it's it's definitely better than this. Okay. I might, I might have to okay. go back and watch that just so I feel better. And the one I have is like prequel, right? Like yeah. So prequel. like in the third timeline, what it is is you have Leatherface, the original, then 3D, is that timeline. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. And I, then I you have just... the Michael Bay timeline, which is the prequel, and then the remake. And then you have the, the the legacy, I guess you could call it one, two, three, and new generation. And now you have this yeah. bullcrap uh, timeline that should never exist. That's now one and two. Yeah. It's, God, it's so weird when they do this crap. But, all right, boys, let's get to our favorite part. You know, I, I can't wait to see what this comes in. <laughs> Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Whew. All right, we're going to start with our guest. Sludge, 
how many machetes you give in this movie? Uh, and b- before before you answer, Dan has patented two. Yeah, and we'll we're sue not anyone that says two. Take two. Dan, you jerk. Yeah, okay. um, I talked then. to his lawyer. <laughs> yeah, um, you can do two and a half or less than two. Uh, I'll put that out there. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I want to be generous or not because killing the older sister by chopping her head off did put a smile on my face. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's about it. I want to go with a one and a half on this one. <laughs> nice. I'm with one and a half, definitely. Sludge now has the lowest rating on I the show. Just, oh my gosh, man. I hated this movie. This movie made me remember I, why, for the most part, I don't watch modern horror anymore. At least not mainstream modern horror. No. I've just yeah. lost hope in the genre. Like, they've, it's, no, it's terrible. One and a half. Solid. Nate, hit me, brother. I mean, he had the lowest score in history for about, I don't know, a minute. I'm I'm going with a one. Like, I I did not enjoy this movie. I enjoyed the, the practical effects. I could not get over just that feeling of, like, these kids would have probably called the police on a black man for checking his mail. Like I hated those characters so much. Yep. Um, I, yeah. I just could not get past what it was doing to the legacy of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm like, there's some really bad sequels, but somehow you found a way to just like literally take a crap on everything. And yeah, it blows I, my it was mind. Like, it was like the, 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 the Hobbs stickers, you know, where he's, he's pissing on everything. Yeah, that's you know, literally it. That's what it might did. as well have been. Like, let's just take pictures on the this label. Yeah, just piss all over. This movie it lacks the terror, it lacks the grit, it lacks the power of the chainsaw, it lacks the fear of a sadistic family. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the great things about the original is how loud and frightening that chainsaw is. Like when I first got my sound bar, like that was the one of the first movies I popped on because it's so terrifying and like just having that extra surround sound. Idols, the chainsaw idols in this movie before. It goes full throttle. In the original, there's no sound till he's coming at you with the chainsaw on screen. And it's that instant, like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. That, that's how that one was. This one was. And then it would get louder. Like, as if he's there trying to be no... sneaky with a chainsaw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to sneak up on him. Uh, so I guess that means it's my Yeah, turn. that's yeah. you. I've had enough of talking about the world's shortest episode for us i'm gonna do something that's probably way more terrifying than this movie he's gonna give it a high rating no 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 (laughs) nope i'm throwing caution to the wind and i'm giving it a two two oh no i did it calling the lawyers (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's uh, okay. Dan doesn't listen to the podcast, so I think you'll be okay. That's right. We're we safe. just won't tell him. We won't tell him. No one say anything. Pete's Pete's gonna tell him. Oh, uh, Pete! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Pete! No, because somehow, although your guys's numbers was lower, I feel that Dan's too is even lower than that. That's oh, how I feel. Yeah. Dan, you know what? You're right. A Dan uh, two is the ultimate insult. Yeah. It's like I'm not even going to give it a zero. You get a two. <laughs> yes, exactly. Basically, I'm going to do this. How many times did I go whoa in this movie? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. 
when he shoved the dude's wrist into the dude's neck oh, after he yes, broke it. That, that was, yep, that was, was like, definitely whoa. a whoa moment. Yep. That was awesome. It's a tie because I don't want to give anything more than a two. <laughs> Sledgehammer to the face and cutting the girl's head off at the end. Eh. Because Sledgehammer to the face, I was cheering. Not that that character died, that it wasn't just one and the done. Camera didn't like cut away; it just kept going. Yeah, further it just in. kept going. That really blew she, my mind. She's under the bed witnessing it, and I was like, "I like that. Thank you for that." And the it made me not jump, but I was caught off guard when he ripped a girl out of the car at the end. I was like, I was expecting a post credit scene for him to come back, but. I'm giving it a Dan two. It gets a Dan two. That's Dan worse than two. Zero. I, I that is it's worse yeah. than zero. <laughs> Collectively, so, the and, worst and, reviewed movie on the show. And all all I can do is, and I, I I you know we didn't do any drops for this because I didn't want to play the chainsaw over and over again. There's no really good dialogue. The only thing that kept running through my mind watching this movie was look how they massacred my boy. Look how they massacred my boy. I just, I just can't do it, man. Yeah. This, this wasn't Chainsaw Massacre. This wasn't well done. This wasn't satire. This wasn't woke. This wasn't horror. This was a cash grab to jump on the trending train of Halloween scream. Every time they try to, you know, Jason's been stuck in litigation. Otherwise, we would have probably already had yeah. something similar to this, which. Now I don't think we can unless the the original writer does a his own sequel to Friday the Thirteenth because he owns. I've seen this too. People aren't understanding. It's what so that, confusing right now. I've tried to keep up with it, it with is each update. Confusing. He, the last he thing was own. someone didn't uh, file the correct paperwork in time, so right. he's defaulting the case. But if if everything clears and he gets it back. He doesn't own Hockey Face Jason. Nope. He owns Mrs. Voorhees and the child Jason. Yep. So, so you would have to give sequel, Jason a different mask. It would be a totally different There's Jason. There's room for yeah. that to, I guess, kind of make a new iconic Jason for a newer generation. I have no or problem with that. just come off of that one with a unique story that doesn't have to be what it is now. But that's uh, that's another misconception is people think, well, we're not going to ever see Jason again. No, you're going to get the Jason. Happen. We all know it's now we won't have Pamela Voorhees unless you're watching one of the other movies she's already been in because they can't do anything about that. But litigations with this crap, people getting their rights back to their original screenplays. It's that time now. I think it's 40 years. Is that what it is? When certain properties revert back, and you have to, yeah, it's the I don't know, I it's I can't remember how long thirty six years. 30, it's a weird yeah, number, yeah. And then on top of that, and if like, you don't file for it, you don't get it back. You have to be like actively trying to get it at the time that it comes up. Yeah, and if yeah. you pass away, like it goes to your estate. So whoever owns your estate then kind of makes the decision from there. Yeah, which is it's, like kind of where we're at for another Nightmare on Elm Street. If it were to occur, like, yeah, I don't know. Interesting and times. I've seen it asked to where people are like, why do they keep making movies? Why, why are they just spitting these out? 
That's how they keep the properties. Yep. That's if literally they don't it. make a movie, they lose the license. So sometimes you're like, that was dog shit. Why did they even put that out there? They want the license. That's why we have like they want to keep that there. bad Hellraiser movies. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it is. Because the second Corman's you Fantastic don't make Four. one. Yeah. yeah. If you if you don't make it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. There's so been cases that's... where it's literally like this is a totally different movie. Slap the brand on it and release it. Yep. Yeah, the Hellraiser movies. Yeah. That the last few, except for the redos that they did where they recast him, were totally different stories that they went well, name it Hellraiser, it, we're about to lose the property. Get one out. Yeah. It was throw Pinhead in at the beginning and the end. The rest of the story was another writer's and they called it Hellraiser. That's how all the the, the last three um yeah, after the space one were all different stories. But that totally another show yeah. on that one. Guys, I think we beat it to death. We probably pissed off half of our fan base. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we're just we're honest. <laughs> yep. I didn't want to I didn't want to fake enjoying this. No, this was actually yet, really rough to do. Like I want to enjoy the movies we do. There's plenty of shows yeah. that just do what this was. And it's like I don't ever want to be that, but yeah, like, I mean, and from my end, this like, made I, me mad. <laughs> I watch crappy movies like and i enjoy them and i yeah and with a, yeah a horror fan i'm loving the originals you know i mean you know leatherface freddie jason michael i want to enjoy a retelling and just unfortunately just didn't happen this time yeah around. i'm never I, I one enjoy... to like bash on the new stuff because it's like no i want a new generation to find this and enjoy it because i understand not everyone's gonna seek it out but when you do like a re-release like this or a reboot it gives you an opportunity to get a re-release of the original as well. I mean, yeah. it's awesome. It's a win-win this, situation. This one just didn't inject any new blood into the franchise. It nope. just rehashed everything else that, look, the horror fandom knows what we like. It, it really is. You're going to have fans regardless of the movie you put out. It can be utter garbage and someone will enjoy it. But if you don't have the heart in it, don't mess with existing properties like Chainsaw Massacre or Friday the 13th or something. Leave yeah. it for someone that actually has a good story that adds to the lore, not just tries to dogpile on because of the name. To me, so, like, I, I have a story and I'm going to make it fit this. No, give me a chainsaw mo- a story, not your story you have an idea for, cram it into a Texas Chainsaw title. Yep. The wrestling show on the network just did like their Mount Rushmore of pro wrestlers. And like to me, if I were to yeah. do a Mount Rushmore of horror movies, the original TCM is on it. Yes. I think I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. Just because of A, when we got it, what it did, and it's it's not a what slasher. It's still doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first one, is not a slasher film. No. It is a horror film. Yep. To to have been rated R in some places restricted even further and only having an ounce of blood in it. That says a lot about the filmmaker and how the film was done. Mm-hmm. It really does. Is I was I was reading something again and it was about, you know, Britain is really strict on their stuff. And they're like, "Well, it's it's going to get restricted." And they go, "Well, how can we cut it?" And the guy that does that stuff to cut them to get it released went, I don't know what to cut. There's no violence. It's the impending dread and doom 
that the movie instills in you, I can't cut that out. And that's what's getting it restricted. The score no, to that we didn't, we didn't is terrifying. Get that. When you hear we like didn't that, get that, not at all. High-pitched noise. Ugh. Yeah, so. All right, we're done harping. All right. Uh, sludge, plug your stuff, brother. Man, check us out at least twice a month at the Monster Movie Stomp Down. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, the whole thing. Whatever they're calling yep, it now. Everywhere. You can find us on Instagram at the Monster Movie Stomp Down. You can also find us on Facebook at the Monster Movie Stomp Down group. Uh, definitely come join us because we are now, starting next week, giving you three days a week of fresh content you can only get on the social media sites, outside the show, and a lot of cool stuff coming. But find us at the oh, yeah. Stop Down. That's awesome. Uh, Nate and I are still plugging away at Instagram. He's got a commanding lead on me, but I'll pull out some big guns here later. I'm just I'm saving it. Oh, no. Uh, so follow <laughs> us over at Give Me Back My Horror Movies on Instagram. I run the Gimme Back My Action Movies on Instagram. Yes, we have two different genres on one channel. You're welcome. Uh, so uh, we have the Gimme Back My Horror Movies Facebook group, the uh, Gimme Back My Action Movies Facebook group. Always find us there. Those groups are super active. There's always something being posted, always questions. They're already talking about this movie here in it. Um, it was bound to happen. We try to keep things as spoiler-free as possible. So we do try to keep an eye on that to make sure we don't ruin anybody having a good time with their movies. It's definitely Life harder gets in the way when something like this is available to everyone instantly compared to like Scream, yeah. where it was like actively you had to go to the theaters. You know, yeah, you had to go seek it out. This one was it dropped on like a thir- or Thursday. It dropped on a Thursday, and everyone had watched it before Friday. And I'm like, I, I, I gotta work. I got. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to sit down and watch. I didn't get to watch it till Sunday. And there was really nothing they could really spoil in this movie for me, I guess. Ultimately, he lives at the end. I mean, is that really spoiling a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? Is it really? I don't yeah. Think so. Any horror yeah. movie? <laughs> People die from chainsaw damage. Okay, you didn't spoil anything. I know what I'm getting in this movie. Um, but no, we, we try to have a good time over there. Uh, give us a, if you want to talk to us directly, give us a suggestion. Tell us we suck. You can at Nate at GMBMAM at POD at gmail.com. And I'll make sure he gets all of those. You can also at him at his Instagram account. Don't put anything on mine. I, I, I have tender feelings. Nate's stronger than me. Yeah. But bring it. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's, he's ready for it. Uh, I want to thank everybody that supports us. All the other channels, good beer, bad movie night podcast, uh, we have Tales from the Haunt. Yeah, we have I Tales from the Haunt. Cut you off. I'm so sorry. I uh, know I was working through my list there, Nate. But thank you. Yeah, you we were have pausing. two. I was like, I got you, buddy. Give my brain a second to shift gears to the new shows. So we do have two brand new shows to the network. We have Tales from the Haunt, featuring Flynn Hendricks and Just Jeff. Gotta love Just Jeff, man. I love that name. I wish I'd have thought of that. And we also have I Know You Hear Me featuring Flynn Hendricks. It's an interview show. So both shows are definitely a little different than what you get here. Uh, the one is an interview show. They just interview anyone about the, their walk in life, where they are right now. It could be voice actors, which is what Flynn is, and an uh, indie professional wrestler. Uh, it can be somebody that owns a business, someone that's a musician. It doesn't matter. Uh, Tales from the Haunt is about their side jobs as haunted house actors they both work at uh local haunted houses 
uh, around where they live. I don't know if I should say where they live. They say it on the show. So go check them out, find out where they live. Um, and they tell stories and they're going to have people on like makeup effects, artists, other actors, and just telling fun stories about their time in the haunted houses. Uh, who else? Oh, we have give me back. My pro wrestling is up and running yes, and live. Is awesome. Dan and Jimmy went out of the gate hard. Like Nate said, with their Mount Rushmore of wrestling, they ruffled fle- feathers before the show even came out. I was quite impressed with the way Jimmy did that. Yeah, that was genius promoting right there. He he would drop a picture of what you were thinking they picked as their Rushmore. Then he would drop a different picture of different wrestlers on the Rushmore. I was like, I I see what you're doing. And boy, it really got some people riled. It it was fun. Uh, So check those guys out. They're on a totally separate feed. Um, They're on all the same catchers as us, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, if you can get a podcast on it, we're on it. Am I forgetting any of our shows, guys? Because we've added a lot. I, think I don't know if you add anything now. else in between now and like last Friday. <laughs> yeah, like I think we you got them all. I have a bad <laughs> habit of that, but you know that's how we grow, boys. That's, that's that I'm always moving into shaking. I'm always getting things done here. Uh, again, our normal thank yous to everyone that supports us. Poster smash the guys over at Witch House, uh, Mountain Empire Comics in Johnson City and Bristol, Tennessee uh go check those guys out we'll probably do a little mini uh meet and greet there whenever we do free comic book day i think uh, i'm gonna try and get the dates from diane for me and sludge maybe to at least pop her face over there for a second i will definitely do it love love them yeah handsome swag out face to face to the five people that listen to us we love you guys (laughs) uh Uh, is that it i don't have a list like dan does i do this off the top of my head it's I your think show. That's it. I guess yeah. that's it. Beats me. I think that's it. I'm gonna go. It's our show, guys. I don't. I don't own these shows anymore. <laughs> They've morphed into something. I'm gonna go else. feel better and watch a remake that's actually good. So, or <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna go. Yeah, I don't know good. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna go do that. So I'm gonna go yell right, at my guys. Netflix. <laughs> Thanks for uh, sitting there listening to us complain about this movie, and uh, we'll try to pick one that we're a bit more happy and excited to do. Pete may be back. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, maybe him. we'll just let Pete pick one. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I need, we I, want to pick a I need good to come movie. Come back at some point for a good one. <laughs> I feel like. What, what are you talking about? I brought you were on for Starship Troopers. Come on, yeah, man. They don't get better than that. <laughs> that <laughs> then we did Dead Heat. I yeah, always bring right. you on for the bangers. You do bring me on for the best one. I do. I this one was that. hey hey man, I need a third. <laughs> I know. Go watch this movie. And, and Pete, Pete messaged me. He's like, "I'm I'm sorry, you got you got tricked into that movie." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> although I would have loved to hear Pete's reaction on it. I'll have to get him pri- on a private message. Pete would have quit. Thought, but... <laughs> like this is my last. <laughs> he one. just started and he quit. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't quit after House on the Cem- by the Cemetery. So I think he's, that's better he's than this. For a while. I mean, really oh yeah, that's way better than this. I mean, and I ain't seen that yeah. in a while. But that's still a that's still what I remember better than this movie. You don't, you don't need to go revisit anytime soon. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. All right. We're done rambling, boys. Nate, get us out of here with the good word, brother. I got the poo on me. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs>